You are listening to episode 204 of the Confident Coaches Podcast, the one where you're going to determine why you and no one else. All right, let's go. Welcome to the Confident Coaches Podcast, a place for creating the self-confidence you need to do your best work as a life coach. If you want to bring more boldness, more resilience, and more joy to your work, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Amy Latta. Let's dive in. How are you? To all of the brazen, audacious women out there with innovative ideas, how you doing? Coaches, creatives, consultants, all of the different avenues that you can get your brilliant stuff into your bestest clients. And we are starting a series today on that right there. This is all about how to become a magnet for your bestest client. By the end of this series, I just want to offer to you that your marketing, your message, your business focus, it's going to be so much more dialed in and it is 100% possible by just by listening to this series of episodes that's coming up under this Becoming a Magnet for Your Bestest Client series that you are actually going to have more of your bestest clients reaching out to you. And yes, there is a freebie that goes along with this. So I'm going to let you know how you can get your hands on that freebie that goes along with this episode, with this podcast series at the end of this. So make sure that you stay because I'm going to be sharing with you Basically, I'm basically going to be sharing exactly what we're doing in the Elevate Your Income Marketing Intensive. I am sharing with you the Elevate Your Income process because the process is all about becoming a magnet for your bestest client so that when you implement the process, they are lining up to work with you. Now, I didn't say it was easy. It's simple. It's not incredible. It's not hard work, but it is. (laughs) Like, you know that, right? Because your mind's coming along for the ride and it's going to tell you, I don't know the answer when literally the answer is right there. So you can listen to the podcast, download the freebie, implement the pieces of the work that I'm going to give you, and you can run with this yourself, right? And If you're looking at this and you're like, I don't want to run with this myself, then you have options to be able to bring me along with you to help you with the implementation, okay? Today's focus, I got to be honest with you guys, this sounds like a simple question, but I find that people have the hardest time answering it. And that is, why you and no one else, right? If you have a bunch of people, coaches, creatives, consultants, authors, who all have tools and innovative ideas that can help these bestest clients move the needle, move in the direction that they're going, achieve the thing they haven't been able to achieve before, let go of the thing they haven't been able to let go before. Why you? Why should they hire you and not someone else? Like, we're far beyond the, well, I was certified in. Yeah, that's a given. 
it's a given that you have past experience. It's a given that you have, you know, the tools of the trade. It's a given that you have expertise, right? Like that's established. We got to go beyond that. Why you and no one else? And here's what I want to offer to you. The fun thing about the way that I'm doing these episodes is I'm actually recording them on the first day of each of the actual first group of Elevate Your Income. The people actually doing this marketing intensive is happening on Tuesdays and then going to record the podcast on those days to be released the following week. So like we had this call today. I am recording this after I spent over an hour in conversation with this small group of women. And I had to tell you, I have to tell you, the power of being in those spaces, the power of being in the room. We left today's call. I'm not entirely sure we didn't start a few revolutions today. (laughs) I have to tell you, the, 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 the brains that were cracked open, it's like the idea that was dancing around all there, but we had to strip away what wasn't necessary and what wasn't coming with us. Or the ideas that that sounded good and looked good on paper, but just kind of, oh, I know what we need. We really need to push your thinking just a little bit farther to truly push into the, no one's ever said this before. This is all kind of a little bit of the same flavor. And you have this idea over here. Let's marry them because that's never been said before. And yeah, it's uncomfortable. The glee I got when I could see the brain machines churning through the screen. (laughs) Have you ever worked, look, have you ever looked at somebody who's like, their facial expression says, the mechanics of my brain are working right now. It's, I am, I am processing and I am thinking. I had like a whole screen of that. Pure glee on my side of the table, let me tell you. (laughs) So one of the things that I did when I left today's call was I went to my personal Facebook page, which is open to everyone, not just my entrepreneur friends, right? I have like friends from all cons, all walks of life. And I offer to them one of the questions from the marketing intensive, the, you know, the work for the why you and no one else section, which is, you know, if offered, what would your TED talk be on, right? This is kind of part of like, what do you want to be known for? What's the, what's your, what's your thing, right? And so an often used question to help you get there. What would your TED talk be on? And listen, we really need to have an honest conversation here about the answers that come out of your mouth when you say what your TED talk is going to be. This is said with love. This is said with empathy. This is said with understanding. But I got to tell y'all, usually the first words out of your mouth are uninspiring. So how can we get that idea, that concept into, wait, what? What did you say? Huh? So it seems like a simple question. What do you want to be known for? What's your TED Talk? Why should, buy, why should people hire you and no one else? And nine times out of 10, the reason it's so uninspiring is you're presenting it in a broad, generalized idea first. And then as you get into the meat of it, if people are still paying attention, then you really get to your innovation. But your innovation is buried three 
paragraphs in, right? So like the power of encouragement, the need for feelings, smashing patriarchy for fun, pursuing dreams and how to keep going. Listen, none of those are bad talks. All of those conversations need to be had with people who need to receive them, right? However, I just read a bunch of plaques on the clearance rack at Target. These are, these are coffee mug sayings at this point, right? Like even as I read that list, did you kind of like, right? Power of encouragement, need for feelings. It's like we've heard that before, right? This isn't 2005. <laughs> this isn't 1995. This is 2023. We've heard those things at this point. You know, now it's kind of like I tried to come up with something that maybe you hadn't heard of before. So I like if I re- were to reread that list and I were to say the power of encouragement, the need to feel feelings, smashing patriarchy for fun, the power of knitting with grandma, pursuing your dream to wait, what did she say? Knitting with grandma? What? Wait, what is she talking about? What is that about? I haven't heard that one. So here's the interesting thing. I literally made up that title, okay? But I made up that title because, first of all, it was the, the first kind of weirdest thing I could come up with. But then I actually looked at it. I'm like, that could be about the power of knitting, what knitting can do for you, what it can do for your mind, what it can do for stress level, right? You could enter the doorway of so many things there. It, it could be about spending time with your elders. Maybe it has nothing to do with knitting and not necessarily your grandma, but like, you know, passing on traditions and that time spent with loved ones. Maybe it's a personal story about that person's specific grandma and what she told them, right? But like any of those things individually, the way I describe them, right, are kind of kind of boring. They're kind of general. We've kind of seen something along those lines. But when you put it, when you reframe it, when you reframe it around the power of knitting with grandma, it just becomes a fresh doorway. That's a fresh take. That's a fresh spin that I haven't heard before. And I want to know where you're going with it. I want to know, tell me more, right? That may not be the best example of like what you want to be known for and why, like, (laughs) why should people hire you and no one else? The power of knitting with grandma, not necessarily the, the phrase that should come next out of your mouth, but it just kind of gives you an example of when you're thinking about, when you're talking to your audience, when you're talking to people in the street, when you're talking to friends and neighbors, are you leading with generalized, we've heard these phrases, these broad euphemisms before? And it's really funny because I think about the problem with online business, the problem with influencer culture, entrepreneurship, and well, (laughs) actually, we know there's lots of problems. This is like the least of our problems, (laughs) but we, that's a talk for another day. That's not what this conversation is, but a, a big problem that we do have is, you know, people aren't coming at these ideas from different angles. So whether you're a life coach or a consultant or a creative Like even if you're an AI expert, which is relatively new, how you're going to let people know that they need to work with you may not be 
something new. Like, yeah, we might get new social media platforms or new media platforms, but until something completely new, like something we haven't even conceived of comes along, we're kind of all playing in the same pile of stuff. Like there's nothing new under the sun, right? And so I can't come to the market with, I help women unpack patriarchy to make money. It's like, you know, maybe 25 years ago, that was innovative and new, but today it's just, it's just not. That's not going to stop you in your tracks. If there are 10 consultants and creatives and coaches and authors all lined up and you as a, as a potential bestest client are trying to decide who you're, why them and no one else. If I say that to you, you're like, okay, all right, next, right? It's not that those topics don't interest. It's not that that's not something that that person's looking for. But in a crowded field, in a miles-long list of TED Talks, that's not going to be the one that they stop on. And that's the conversation that we want to be having, right? It's like Brene Brown got famous because of her TED Talk from 2011 called The Power of Vulnerability. And when people... When I ask the question, what's the name of your TED Talk? It's like the power of insert the thing. Like that's, it's been done. (laughs) So when you're thinking about why you and no one else, I know your mind wants to say, well, I don't know what else to say. I know that there was a point in my evolution where I was like, unpack patriarchy to make more money. Oh, okay. You know, and I had fun with the idea of like, tell the patriarchy to fuck off, you know, make 100K by telling the patriarchy to fuck off. That's the same thing as I help women unpack patriarchy to make more money, but make 100K by telling the patriarchy to fuck off. It's literally the same thing. You see that it's literally the same thing. But in a long list of, in a long row of coaches, that's going to stop somebody in their tracks. And a long list of TED Talk suggestions are TED Talks that I'm going to listen to. Like, let's say I, I pull up TED Talk. I don't even know if people still like pull up that TED Talk and listen to them. But if I were to pull that up and I scan the list, I'm going to skip I help women unpack, you know, unpacking patriarchy to make more money. And I'm going to click on make 100K by telling the patriarchy to fuck off. See what I mean? It's literally saying the same thing. So... The process of why you and no one else is to help you find that language, that vibe, that thing that you're super passionate about. So one of the things that we were doing in the coaching session today is if somebody came with a phrase along the lines, and I'm not, I'm actually not sharing anything from that session specifically, but if somebody came along the lines with, helping women unpack patriarchy to make money, I'm there to go, okay, let's let's see how you really talk about this. How do you phrase, like, I'm asking questions to help get under the surface, get you talking 
extemporaneously. Look at me throwing out the big words. <laughs> to get you talking extemporaneously about this subject. Like, just tell me about what you mean about that. Just tell me, like, if you're talking to somebody, what do you mean? How, you know, how do you do that? And through the course of just a couple minutes of conversation, we're coming up with a complete rephrasing of the same idea that stops people in their track. That's what I mean by you and no one else. Because here is the thing. I know your mind says that there's nothing new in there, but it's not true, right? Like maybe that broad category isn't new, but your flair, your take, your perspective. I like to use the phrase of like, we're going to come at this through a side door, right? Your side door entrance that no one's ever considered before. Like they didn't know that entrance is there. You've been using it the whole time. That is in all of us. And you bring things to the table. It's really interesting because we talk about like, what do you bring to the table that no one else does? And I think one of the reasons why that question is so hard is that most of us, what we're bringing to the table, the individual items that you bring to a table aren't necessarily unique but the, your combination of items is. You picking up what I'm throwing down here? So like, let's say there's your upbringing, your religion or your community values, there's your heritage, there's your schooling, there's what you excelled at, there's your degree or your learning passion, there's your different careers, there's your different hobbies, there's your personal interests. Like each of those individual things, other people for sure have them, but your specific combo of all those things that's unique that's as unique as your fingerprint right like all fingerprints are just lines and swirls like and we all have the lines and swirls but all of us have a different combination of lines and swirls <laughs> so when I'm saying why well, you and no one else what I'm inviting you is to define your fingerprint Define your combination of lines and squirrels and the way that you talk about that when you aren't in presentation mode, when you aren't in, give me the name of the TED talk, I help women make more money, unpack patriarchy, smash, <laughs> right? So what's the fingerprint that you're going to leave on your industry? So we actually start, so I'm going to run down just like real briefly the, you know, some of the coaching prompts and coaching questions that I used to help people find these answers. So believe it or not, we actually start outside because I find as soon as we turn inward, besides the fact that we've been socialized not to talk about ourselves, not to brag on ourselves, not to talk about what we really love about ourselves. I find the easiest way to enter into this conversation is actually to look outside of us first. This is basically that who do you admire most? I've talked about this on the podcast multiple times. It really just, it helps unlock a door that we have been socialized to keep shut which is me, 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 which is really harder to find why you and no one else, if you have a whole section of like your upbringing that's like, we don't talk about us, that's bragging, right? 
So first we look at industry inspiration. You can think about business owners in your industry, not in your industry, just entrepreneurs, just people of any profile. Shit, it can be people in your family. It doesn't even have to be anybody famous. But what do you and don't you love about these people? So like, I do actually think, I know I said it doesn't have to be people in your industry, but actually for this purposes, industry inspiration is helpful because I want you to think about the words they use, their style, their tones of voice, the things they stand for, colors, visuals, all of the things that represent them and kind of divide them into two categories. Who do you admire and why? What's attractive to you? What do they stand for that speaks to you? What words do you describe them with? And then you do that on the opposite side. Who don't you love? And why? What's not attractive to you? What do these people say that puts you off? What words would you describe them, right? So we're starting to define what you are attracted to and what repels you because as the conversation around who you admire most, that is a reflection of what's really going on in you, right? So from there, we start to have juices flowing about what matters to us, what we really want to do, uh, our vision, etc. And that's what we define next, a mission statement, a vision statement, and a value statement. Now listen, I know this sounds like a really boring corporate 101. I really want to tell you that having a defined mission, vision, and value statement. This is the kind of stuff that you put up on your wall and all of your decision making is run through this. And the three things are not complicated. Your brain will make it hard. It's totally fine. You know what I love about this more than anything? Literally nothing I'm going to talk about in any of the series is etched in stone. Why you and no one else is going to change. What you want to be known for is going to evolve. Your mission might change. Your vision might change. You might take sharp left curves multiple times. I certainly have. This is, I was trying to think of examples of this, and I kind of hate that the only example I could come up with was Joe Rogan. (laughs) Like, not the example. This is not the, like, so I'm just going to like call it out right now because somebody somewhere just got real like angsty with me because they're like, I don't want to emulate that guy. I'm not telling you to. It's just an example of somebody who has been known for a wide variety of things. Like I first met Joe Rogan on a TV show in the nineties. He was an actor. Was it, I can't remember if it was something Susan or news radio. Like I can't remember of those kind of like workplace situational comedies of the mid to late 90s but that's where he started and then he became the host of Fear Factor in like the late 90s and early 2000s and then he started doing some UFC stuff and then like the next thing I know he's has the biggest podcast in the entire world the man has been known for multiple things his mission vision values I use that word loosely, (laughs) shifted multiple times. Nothing you are doing here is being carved into anything. I know your brain's going to be like, well, well, that might change. How do I know? It's fine. 
This is about where you are right now. Okay? But your mission is why. Your mission is why. Like, I help brazen and innovative female entrepreneurs implement empowered marketing strategies with humor, compassion, and non-judgment so that your audacious ideas pay for the life of your dreams by changing the world. That's my mission. It's pretty, pretty lofty. I love it. I love every piece of it. That tells me, that's posted on my wall. I know what the hell I'm doing here. I know why this matters on any given day. And that's super important because there are days when I don't want to do this because I'm a human being. Your vision statement is where you're going, right? That's your where. Like, we're going to be this. I'm going to be the source of all inspiration and practical and tacticals for all innovators doing audacious things that set their souls on fire. And then your values are the the how. Your values come down to, this is what I'm going to bounce, what I'm deciding to do, what decisions to make, and how to handle client concerns. I'm always going to come back to. For me, it's feminism and anti-capitalism, non-hierarchy, non-judgmental, transparency, inclusion, and implementation. Now, you can go right now and Google all three of those things and find a ton of examples. But having those things down and establishing what they are, I have you have just created the foundation of how you are going to run your business. Every element of it from here on out. And like, it can be done seriously in like 15 minutes because most of those answers are already inside you. It's just about becoming better at articulating them. And then once you have that, now we're going to get more into what are you bringing to the table? Your strengths, your differentiators, those are marketing terms, right? What are your strengths? What differentiates you from your competition? What hard skills are you bringing to this business? Your learned skills, the practical and tactical tools from past experience and from trainings and certifications and education that you have. What are your soft skills that you bring here? You know, these are your personal and interpersonal skills. These are that those intangibles like conflict resolution, right? Communication, right? I really love my ability to listen to somebody from a place of empathy and to be able to hold that space for their emotions and creating that container. I just used a bunch of really coachy words and I want to rewrite everything that I just came out of my mouth. But like, that's a soft skill, right? Like that's not something that everybody can do particularly easy. That's something that, you know, whereas a hard skill is something that pretty much anybody can learn. So you want to also think about what do you hear your industry peers talk about that you don't agree with? Where where are you contradictory? So when you talk, when you when you hear ideas and concepts and tools that a lot of people or that specific people in the industry are and you are contradictory to that, what are those things? What are those differentiators? How do you differ? Right? So this could be something for, you know, this could be a something like if you are a weight loss coach and everybody over here is talking about intermittent fasting and you are over here talking about intuitive eating, right? That might be a differentiator. What are your unique takes on things? What practices or approaches or ideas 
have you not heard other people talking about? So on one hand, there's like, here's all the things that people are talking about and you talk about it like in a contradictory way. And then there is the ways you talk about things that you haven't heard anybody talk about, right? So like my whole work that I am so passionate about around play fuels your business, that is a different focus. You know, use play to fuel your business. I don't hear other people talking about that a lot. doesn't mean nobody is because I'm sure somebody somewhere is. <laughs> you want to know how I know there is? Huberman Labs did an ep- podcast episode on it, right? Somebody somewhere is out there already talking about that. But in the circles that I've run in, that's, that's like a totally unique take on things. So then we get to go to what do you want to be known for? What are you super passionate about? What can't you stop talking about? What can you not stop learning about? What gets you riled up and makes you want to step onto a soapbox? Y'all know my list is long, right? If you gave a TED talk, what would it be on? If this is what this is a fun conversation. This um, I used this today for somebody who was struggling with this. Is if if I introduced you to a friend, I would say, oh. This is so-and-so, she's known for blank. Like, what do you want to be known for? Right? If your name comes up in industry talk, what do you want them to say about you? What do you want them to say about the work that you do or your company vibe or you as a person? This helps you start to see. These questions allow you to just start saying the words out loud that we're going to put together for that TED Talk line, right? For that, this is what I'm known for. To take that generalized idea that comes out of your mouth first and turn it into something that somebody hasn't heard yet. And now we get to like come up with our, your innovative focus. This is the three to five things that are, this is what you get when you work with me. So Amy Latta Coaching's innovative focus is feminist coaching, simplified marketing strategy, individualized focused work, and elevated income goals. When you work with me, all four of those things that came out of answering all of those previous questions are going to come together. And like, this is my innovative ideas. This is my innovative focus that I'm going to bring. Now, I know what each of those things really means. I have definitions of them on my, on my website. It's like very simple for me to explain them. I think I did that in a couple of episodes ago. <laughs> but now you have like, this is the framework. Like I have now defined, you have now defined why you and no one else. This is what you get when you work with me. From here... You now have copy points to work with, which is next week. You now have, like, why should I work with you and no one else? Well, when you work with me, you experience these things. You now have language to use that you haven't yet used before. And you might define them better in the future. You might rename pieces. You might change things in the future. This is not carved in stone. You are allowed to evolve. You are allowed to grow and change. So any part of your mind that's like, ah, I got to figure it all right now. No, you don't. 
because I think the last piece of this, and this is, is in the work, and I've talked about this before because it was an actual training that I talked about, Coach Unleashed, um, back in, in January, is that the last part of why you and no one else has nothing to do with these practical answers and this language and this verbiage. It's everything to do with what do you need to be willing to experience to take up all the space in a room that you are in whether you are armed with those qualifications or not. Like right now, you're going to feel really pumped up because now you're like, I'm armed with this, right? You're going to feel like your value has risen because you've answered these questions. And I want to offer to you that truly knowing why people should hire you and no one else is going to sound contradictory. I realize that it does. But it's understanding that you don't have to be armed with those things. They just are you. Right? So it's the difference between knowing all of that and coming prepared to answer all of that and defend your stance and reason for being in your room with all of that. And just knowing that's who you are. There's an ease. But are you willing? What do you need to be willing to experience? To drop the armament. What do you need to be willing to feel to drop the armament? To not have to explain yourself. Well, you see, when you work with me, you're going to get this. It's, it's really interesting. I know that this idea here, it's a higher level thinking concept that I just shared right there. And if your brain is not wrapping around it, it's totally fine. My brain really dances around it and then it totally grasps it and then it loses it and then it grasps it and it loses it. I keep revisiting it regularly since January. I finally feel it in my body. I want to offer to you that I started doing that work a year ago and I thought I got there and then I lost it and then I thought I got there and then I lost it and about Eight weeks ago, I felt it. Truly unleashing is knowing all of that and feeling all of that so thoroughly in every cell of your body, you no longer feel like you have to have it in order for somebody to want to work with you. Picking up what I'm throwing down? Because it just is. You don't have to defend yourself with it. It just is who you are. It's a really beautiful place. I don't expect anybody to get there right away. It's taken me over a year. It's amazing. And it's just the willingness to know that, like that is some like graduate level work right there. <laughs> okay, so why you and no one else? I think some of the simplest questions from why you and no one else is like, what do you want to be known for? Like if people are talking about you in your industry, what do you want them to be saying about you? And you know, what, what's your TED talk on? Those are some of the simplest questions that you can answer right there. Plus, when you know your mission and your vision and your values and you have those like in plain view in your office or in your room or where you regularly work, all your decision making and, and your focus can come back to that. It's so helpful to just know. 
This is why I do what I do. This is where we're going. And this is how we're going to get there. That's what those three things do. All right? All right, my friends. So I promised you that there'd be a free thing to use for becoming a magnet. Along with this podcast, download this freebie. And along with the podcasts that are going to be coming up in the next few weeks, download this freebie. Go to amylatta.com forward slash magnet. That's amylatta, A-M-Y-L-A-T-T-A dot com forward slash magnet. You can head there and you can download your freebie on how to become a magnet for your bestest clients. Do the work in there. Follow along in the series. And if you want to do this work with me, the next marketing intensive starts November 1st on a Wednesday. We've, I've already have commitments for six of the 10 spots. If you want one of the four remaining spots, let me know. Reach out. Set, like, drop, like, drop what you're doing right now. Send me a DM or an email right now and help claim one of those spots because we won't start another group until after the first of the year. All right? If you want to work with me one-on-one, if you'd rather do this work in a one-on-one setting, that is also available. Just let me know. All right? And until next week, oh, my beauty, I cannot wait to see what you create in this world. You brazen, audacious, innovative human you. All right. Talk to you next week. Coach, it's time to sign your first free client, your first paid client, your next client, and to learn how to do it consistently and having a hell of a lot of fun along the way. This is exactly what you're going to do in Free to Paid Coach. It's the only program giving you step-by-step what to do to become a paid coach and step-by-step how to handle the roller coaster emotions that come with doing what you need to do to become a paid coach. If you know you can't not do this life coaching thing, but believing that you can do it, handling rejection, and remembering how to do all of those things shuts you down, the free-to-paid coach community is waiting for you. Find everything that you're looking for inside. It's only $1,000, payments are available, and then you are in forever. Visit amylatta.com forward slash FTPC to join us right now. See you inside. Let's get paid, coach. Thanks so much for listening to the Confident Coaches podcast. I invite you to learn more. Come visit me at amylatta.com. And until next week, let's go do epic stuff.